Well, good morning, Breathe New Life Church. Greetings from Calgary, Alberta, Canada and Forerunner Church. And it's just a blessing for me to be able to talk to you this morning. We sure love your pastors, Paul and Sarah Jukes. All of you, uh, by the way, we know many of you now after being there last year. So wonderful today to be able to speak to you on Father's Day. And the, today my message is called Dare to Be a Dad. And the DAD stands for an acronym. And I, I got three quick points for you this morning. And so I want to just jump right in and hopefully I can encourage you as fathers. And if you're not a father today, these three points will apply to you as well, uh, whether you're a man or a woman. So hopefully it, it's something where everyone can take something away. But it, of course, I do want to focus in on dads specifically today. So I want to talk to you about Dare to Be a Dad. You know, the late Irma Bombeck, I don't know if you've ever followed her humorous She's an American humorist who wrote many things, and uh, in her usual way, she wrote the following about fathers. She said, when I was a kid, a father was like a light in the refrigerator. Everybody's house had one, but no one really knew what either did when the door was shut. And that doesn't sound very positive. She was just saying that sometimes what happened behind closed doors was you didn't really know. You didn't even really understand what fathers were doing. And I think sometimes our world has that you know, thought of, what do dads really do and are there good fathers out there? Now I know there are and uh, I know God wants us to be good dads. And so today I want to actually give you some thoughts about what to do when the door is shut. What, what are some qualities for us as fathers that should be exhibited in our homes, in our lives, with our kids and with our spouses? So I want to talk about that today. So the first thing I want to look at and uh, the acronym is DAD is the first one is DEVOTED, D-DEVOTED. And devoted means zealous in de devotion or affection. And great fathers are devoted fathers. And so this devotion as fathers needs to be to our wives, to our family. And I think the devotion starts first of all in our relationship with God. Now being in a clo close relationship with God makes us better fathers. Let me just say that. Now you might be watching today and maybe you don't yet have a personal relationship with Jesus. That's okay. It's good for you to explore and consider what it means to be a Christ follower. And even today, I'm going to give you some qualities that, um, that God calls us to as fathers and as followers of Him that, that should inspire you. But if you're not yet a Christ follower, uh, don't worry. This will hopefully encourage and help you. But one thing I want to do, do want to say is being a Christ follower and having Jesus live in us makes us better people makes us better fathers, makes us better mothers, makes us better people, period. And so everything I'm going to talk to you about today is really only possible through God's help. All right? So I just want to say that right off the hop. So Colossians 4.2 says this, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And then Jeremiah 30.21. I want to give you a couple of scriptures and then I'll unpack it for a minute. Their leader will be one of their own. Their ruler will arise from among them. I will bring him near and he will come close to me. For who is he who will devote himself to be close to me, declares the Lord. Now, I like these two passages. I like the, the first one that talks about being watchful and thankful in prayer and being devoted. Because I think that as fathers, we need to be people of prayer. We need to be praying for our children. We need to be praying for our wives and our families. I think it's so important that we have a prayer life. And I think the other part is in Jeremiah 30, what I like about that passage is it talks about God calling people to come close, calling people to come near to him. It's almost like he's saying, for who is he who will devote himself to be close to me? You know, I felt the Lord come to me at times and say, Ian, will you devote yourself? Will you uh, have zeal and affection and devotion toward me to come close? Will you give the time and spend the time 
to pray and to seek me and to worship and let me fill you with my presence. Will you do that? Because I'm calling you to come, Ian. I'm calling you to come. Will you respond to my invitation? And I think that's the same for all of us as men, as fathers. There's an invitation for us to come close to God. You know, when we struggle and when we say, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm strong enough to be a good husband or a good father. You know what? We need to come close to the Lord and he'll give us that ability. Now, our closeness to God and our spiritual leadership in the home with our family is really important. I want to I want to give you a, some statistics here, recent research. Um, the, here's what it says. If a child is the first person in a household to become a Christian, there's a three and a half percent possibility that everyone else in the household will become Christian. So a child gets saved, child comes to know Jesus, give, becomes a Christ follower, three and a half percent probability that everybody else is gonna do the same. If the mother's the first to accept Jesus, the percentage goes up to 17% of the homes will see the remainder of its members come to Jesus. So 17% of those remaining families will come to Jesus. But if the father's first, listen to this dads, if you're the first in a household to come to know Jesus, there's a 93% probability that everyone else will follow along. Isn't that unbelievable? 93%. So you as a father, me as a father, as a spiritual leader in a home, has huge, huge influence upon the mother, upon the children, as far as the spiritual influence. And so it's important for us to put the needs of our families first and to say, you know, I'm going to be somebody who leads spiritually. I'm going to be devoted to my leadership, to following Jesus, and I'm gonna do that. And as I do that, my children are gonna be able to follow me. You know, here's some ways we can show our devotion for Jesus. Number one is we need to pray. I, I already mentioned that. We need to have a prayer life. We need to model it. We need to preach, teach it, sorry. And we need to let our kids see that we have a prayer life. This is also linked with Bible reading. I think it's really, really important that our kids us as parents, that our kids see us reading the Bible and they see us praying, that they know that we have a vibrant relationship with God. I really think that's very important. You know, when, when my kids are growing up, they have memories now. And, you know, one of the memories is of me in this tattered robe. I had this brown robe that I would wear every morning. And so I would sit in this robe um, and I would read my Bible and, I had, and they knew I had a prayer life and they would see me all the time reading my Bible. They talk about my robe. They mock my robe. It was a quality robe. But they saw me reading my Bible and they remember that. I remember one time, you know, my kids didn't know that I got up early to pray, even when they were younger. And I remember one time, my, my I think my son was about five years old, Russell, my second born. And I remember one day he, he, he came to me and he said, Dad, Dad, I'm going to get up with you tomorrow morning and I'm going to pray because I know you get up and pray. And I said, okay, son. And I didn't really think he would. I thought, ah, he'll sleep in. He'll forget. 6 a.m. the next day, sure enough, there's Russ, comes out of his room, he's putting on his shirt, he's, he's okay, Dad, I'm ready. And I think that lasted for, like, that day. <laughs> I think he prayed with me, he spent some time in prayer, which was amazing. I don't think he ever did it again, but, but let me just say something. He knew I was praying, and because of it, he was stirred. And I think, honestly... Let's bring prayer. Let's bring Bible reading into the main in our homes. Let's make sure we pray with our kids before they go to bed. Let's make sure we pray as a family, pray with our wives, and let our kids know we're doing it. I think it's really important. I know it's a simple thing, but I think that modeling in itself is really going to help our children. Okay, so first, be devoted. Uh, dare to be a dad, D-A-D, be devoted uh, to the Lord and our spiritual relationship with him and being a spiritual leader. Number two is be attentive. 
A, attentive. Attentive means giving care or attention. It means taking heed or being heedful of the warnings. I don't know about you, but sometimes I haven't heard the cries of my children. I haven't heard the warning signs of their pain and of their need for me. And, uh, and that's sad, right? Now, God the Father is the perfect example of a father who hears the cries of his children. Look what Psalm 34 says. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. But I love the verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are attentive to their cry. So God's listening to us. He's a good father. And as us as fathers and as mothers, we need to be hearing the cries of our children. We need to say, God, help me be attentive. Help me to hear when my child is, is struggling. You know, sometimes I can hear... Uh, you know, in a way, understand, I listen and I can hear, but maybe I'm not fully taking it in and maybe I'm not fully understanding. You know, sometimes I think at nights, when, at least when I was, our kids were young, you know, my wife could hear our children very easily. She was very attentive. It's almost like they'd turn over and she'd hear them. I was not so aware, to be honest. Now, I took it as a blessing, but, um, but the reality is moms often are more aware to those physical needs of the children. I think as dads, sometimes we, we can sometimes be so busy with our jobs and our lives and we don't hear things and we need to not be preoccupied. Maybe we need to put that phone away when we get home and not be looking at the phone or not be sidetracked, but focus on our kids. You know, I remember one time my, our oldest son, Addison, um, he needed to talk to his mom and me. And so we went into the living room and we sat down and he, he poured his heart out to me. And he said, Dad, I love my youth pastor. I, 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 he's a great guy. And, you know, I was leading the church at the time. Val and I were leading, and we had a great youth pastor. He says, I love him, but I want you, Dad. I want you in my life, not the youth pastor. And he cried. And I remember it wrenched my heart because what he was saying is, Dad, I don't feel connected with you. Dad, I don't feel like you're being attentive to me. And I want you, Dad. I want you. And, you know, that really was a wake-up call for me that I needed to engage him, that I needed to be attentive to him, that I needed to pay attention, ask him questions. I needed to be engaged in his life and be listening to him. So I want to encourage you, dads, be attentive. You know, turn off the distractions. Focus on your children. Listen to them. Hear their hearts. And let God help you to guide them and lead them. So be devoted, be attentive. The third D is or second D is be deliberate. Devoted, attentive, and deliberate. Deliberate Deliberate means by conscious design or purpose. It means careful with care and dignity. Deliberate means being proactive, not reactive. I don't know about you, but sometimes as a parent, it was just so easy to be reactive to everything. Instead, I needed to become proactive, which means I'm guiding my children. Look what Deuteronomy 6 tells us about being proactive. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Listen to this, verse 7. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Wow. Think about this. Think what everything they were saying. Impress them on your children. They say, talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road. I would say, talk about them when you sit at home or when you're driving in the van together. I remember as family, we've had a lot of interesting chats in the van. Maybe you with your family have too. Um, so important that we bring our discussion of God into the everyday, 
and into all the things we're going through. When you lie down, when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames. What is this saying? It means everywhere. You know, I think especially today, given the media and given all the outside uh, distractions that the enemy's trying to push at our kids, I think we need to be more deliberate than ever to impress on our children the truth of the gospel, the truth of the Bible and what God has for them. We need to talk about it. We need to engage in discussion. We need to initiate discussions. Like I said, we're driving, whatever we're doing, we need to make sure it's front and center in our homes. We need to watch the entertainment we have. Maybe we need to cut off some of the entertainment that distracts us and maybe we need to focus on things that are going to draw us to Christ. and draw us. You know, I know there's great kids um, resources out there that, that, you know, that draw them to the Lord, that teach them the Bible. I think we need to be really proactive on this, especially today. You know, the, the word impress means to mark or stamp with, as with pressure. It's an impression that's done deliberately, consistently, on purpose, and proactively. You know, one of the things I always realize is if, if we don't impress on our kids, if we're not intentional to mark our children, I say that carefully, I say it with all due respect, but if we're not going to leave the stamp of God's truth on them, then society will stamp them. Then the influences around them are going to impress their truth on them. We need to be deliberate. And it's so important that we do that. And I think one of the things that um, is vital for us is that we take the time. And again, we're not distracted, but we make it a priority to focus on impressing the truth on our children, to loving them and to pointing them towards the Lord. I think that's so, so very important. I think things like regular dates with our kids, um, things that we learned in our family, scripture memorization in the home, other opportunities to serve God together and learn to advance the kingdom as a family. I think these are all so important. And the last thing I want to finish with is this. Part of this picture as a devoted, attentive, and deliberate father is that we're going to leave a legacy. You know, the Lord spoke to me. I remember back in 2005 and I was away with my family. And one day I was reading this book on legacy. And um, the Lord spoke to me and he said, Ian, uh, what's your greatest legacy? And he pointed out to me young men that I was having influence with. And he said, you feel pretty good about these young men, don't you? And I said, yes. And some people I was raising up and discipling. He says, your sons are your greatest legacy. Your kids are going to be those who live far beyond you, more than anyone else in your life, more than the people you lead, more than the leaders you work with, more than anyone else. It's your sons. They're your legacy. So invest in them because they're going to live far beyond you. They're going to carry your values. They're going to carry your love for Jesus. So make sure you're investing in them. I remember he challenged me. I want to lovingly challenge you to leave a legacy. Be Dare to be a dad who is devoted, attentive, and deliberate about your faith in Jesus. And I believe the Lord will help you today. And if you're here and, and you're not a father, you're a mother, or you're just at any station in life that you're in, I believe God also wants you to walk in devotion, attentiveness, and in deliberateness. And he's going to use all of us to expand his kingdom and to touch many lives for Jesus. The Lord bless you on this Father's Day, especially fathers. I want to quickly pray for you, and then I'm done. Father, thank you for the fathers today who are watching. I pray you'd encourage them. I pray that they could dare to be a dad. They could dare to be deliberate, attentive, 
and devoted to you, God. And I pray today that you bless them, give them a great Father's Day, bless the families at Breathe New Life Church in Stoke. May there just be amazing discussions and growth and encouragement from the Holy Spirit in each family today and always. Pray a blessing over them, over their church. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again. God bless you all.